I'm Tarina. And I'm Kelly. We're the owners of Say Events, a wedding planning company based in beautiful Vancouver, Canada. This podcast is an honest, behind-the-scenes, no-bullshit look into the wedding industry. With over 15 years' experience in the biz, we share the inside details of what goes on into creating a wedding. We'll interview wedding experts, debate topics, and give you real advice only a wedding planner would know. Maybe it's just our moms, but at least we think we're wildly hilarious. Yes, a wedding has many elements and pieces to bring the day together, but that doesn't mean we can't do it with belly laughs and a sense of humor. This is your consultation. Welcome to the wedding session. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, guys. It's been uh, some time, right? It's been a week. It's. <laughs> <laughs> Let me rephrase it. We had two weddings this weekend, and they were the first real weddings we've had in over a year and a half. Well, I won't say real weddings. Full weddings. Full, Full on, weddings. on weddings. Very little restrictions. And I think both of us felt it the next day. There was, uh, yeah, there was a little bit of wedding hangover the next day, and it's mm-hmm. and it's mostly uh, mostly due to dehydration. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, well, yeah, that's true. I was chugging water, but I only um, relieved myself once the whole day. <laughs> Welcome to my world. I'm not even kidding you. After this wedding that we did, I am 100% considering getting a camelback and just wearing it the whole day. Getting it black, maybe like branded with say events on it or something and just be like and then every couple seconds just be like excuse me sip 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 okay <laughs> and yes. I'm back agreed but uh we'll post them on Instagram however mm-hmm. we did two weddings this weekend I was with uh one couple in Langley or Aldergrove and then Kelly was with another one of our couples in Spanish Banks and they mm-hmm. were both full-on weddings and we usually rely on each other for support especially since we've been doing these 10-person weddings, even three-person at one point. And we were together for those, and then we were separated for 50-plus people. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, and we we make it happen, but it definitely – yeah, there's – we're coworkers. So when you're – it's like when you go to work, it's like when you have like a regular nine-to-five job, which we did. But it's imagine having a nine-to-five job and someone is sick or they're away on vacation and you're like, oh my gosh, something really funny happened at work or you will mm-hmm. never guess what happened mm-hmm. or oh my gosh, I'm going to kill this person at work. They're driving me nuts. And you can't like swivel your chair to yes. the person beside you and be like, mm, I got to tell you this because <laughs> they're not there. I had no chair to swivel around to. I had a great team and I'm so grateful for them. They worked oh, so freaking hard and they were yes. working out in the sun like... Like it was, it was a gorgeous, we we're so lucky. The weather was absolutely amazing, but mm-hmm. I was outside all day. I got a full on farmer's tan. I think I'm starting to peel a little bit. Yes. <laughs> like, no, I, I definitely was also, I worked on my tan, although yes, yeah, working on my yeah. tan right now in my office. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, like we're just so grateful, but it was definitely like it has been, this has been our first, yeah, first real proper, like you know, full, full wedding from ceremony, right down to reception to there's no uh, limitations on end time now. So before it was like party was over either right after the ceremony or Mm -hmm. last year we were able to have just dinner. So, but everybody had to be out of there by like 10 o'clock. So this one was just like, no, we're out of there by like, like midnight, like guests are out by midnight. We're out by one. So it was Mm -hmm. like, oh man, we have this again. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And then I worked with, um, 
So she's one of our listeners, Dina Darbelina Flowers. She's also been a guest on here. So she Hello, was the florist. Dina. <laughs> yeah, she was the florist with me on uh, the wedding in Aldergrove. Mm-hmm. And uh, at one point, I just I had to tell her and along with um, the team, which was her daughter and then my cousin, I said, I just have to trust that you guys are going to just put this place together because I cannot be here yeah. to tell you where the candles go. And they did such a good job. So I, I was happy that I could just leave them because they had all done so many weddings before. And then I just came in and checked it like, yeah, this is good. And then yeah. I just kept on going. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah it was. And uh, what and and what is the lesson that you learned? Trust in the professionals. The, yeah, trust in the professionals. <laughs> yes. I mean, I really didn't have a choice, but yes. <laughs> well, you yours was a bit of a unique um event because yes of course it was a wedding but it was you were wearing quite a few hats I was I was at the time because at the time when we were planning this things were so different Mm -hmm. that we weren't you know it was it was the scale of it was a lot smaller and then all of a sudden almost a week maybe actually no days before officially Mm -hmm. yeah that everything just blew up and we're like oh crap here we go here we go so basically end of May we got the understanding that the the province was opening up and mm-hmm. then Kelly and I were very skeptical. We weren't sure because they did this to us last year. So I think all vendors were in the same boat that we didn't really believe the government was going to let us have these parties on July 1st. So I said, okay, let's plan for phase two because we can adjust with phase two because phase two was uh, June 15th or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then the best case scenario is that July 1st, the outdoor dancing would be allowed and which mm-hmm. was what happened. So that was, mm-hmm. But with a lot of, but with a lot of disclaimers, which has been very challenging for for some of our fellow wedding planner vendors and other, Mm -hmm. you know, venues and all that stuff where it's a little bit, there's still, there's still certain parameters you have to work within. So whereas you Mm -hmm. were able to do it at your venue, I wasn't allowed to do it at mine, even though mine was an, um, Mm -hmm. an outdoor terraced, uh, you know, dinner with, you know, they were able to do the, the performance dance, which is the, the couple's first dance, but otherwise there's no guest dancing Mm -hmm. allowed because it was inside a venue, even though it was outside it was inside the space your space was um an yeah, open I think it's field. Like nice there was no or something yeah, yeah was it was just yours was like yeah. a totally just a totally different wedding <laughs> and so you were you were able to do that yes so it was. Was a little, yeah it was just such it was it was a little tricky so those are all mm-hmm. the things that we're discovering on Canada Day July 1st and both of our weddings were on July 3rd so Thursday mm-hmm. we're finding all this out officially yes. All the adjustments are happening on the Friday as we're running Saturday around we, trying to get all forward. trying yeah, mm-hmm. we're trying to get all of our things, all of our, you know, yeah. all of our pickups and all that stuff. And then Saturday is like, okay, we're going for it. This is what's gonna happen. So all things considered, they went <laughs> totally. really, really amazingly well. I'm very happy with how they turned out. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dina turned to me and she said, uh, you know, you can do this on your own now. You did a really good job. I was like, Don't let people know that. Like, I don't wanna let the world know that Kelly and I can be separated and succeed all the time. <laughs> I mean, we can, yeah. we can. We just don't like to because I want to hold your hand the whole we just time. Don't. No, I don't want to go. Exactly. Thank you. I agree. <laughs> I don't have. I can't swivel. Bringing to that, I thought it'd be a good topic to talk about today. Is that Kelly and I both did events this weekend, and we didn't have each other to support to push certain things forward. Like mm-hmm. typically, we do weddings together, where one will kind of take care of front of house, and one will take care of back of house. But in this case, we've had to be both at the same time mm-hmm. <laughs> and present, being in charge, but also being friendly. And and you know what? The other thing I didn't catch 
as well is that everybody wanted to catch up because we haven't really done real oh, big yeah. weddings in a while. So yeah. it was like, how are you doing? How's it going? Or, you know, usually that camaraderie where you see each other every couple of weeks, we haven't seen each other for a year and a half. So we were talking yes. like, oh my gosh, like last time I saw your kid was like five months old and now he's almost two. Yeah, that's kind of weird. <laughs> so yes. that was timing I wasn't totally accounting for because I was so busy running around, but I also wanted to chat with our vendor mm -hmm. friends because we only mm -hmm. really see them on site. <laughs> right. Yes, that's so true, actually, because we're all working on the weekends. Yeah. So that was kind I mean, of um, tougher yeah. to, you can't really count for that time. You can't. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. Yeah. I was, uh, my crew was a little bit different because um, I only knew a few of them and some of them had started before I started. So it was really a smaller group of people and mm -hmm. half of them are um, my team that I work with all the time. Mm -hmm. So um, by work with all the time, I mean like my sister who <laughs> I literally fed dinner the night before. She was my assistant. She did an yes. awesome job. Yeah. <laughs> or okay. Shani. Major, yeah. major shout out to my sister, Shannon, who like is an absolute rock star. She just like stands there. She's like, you tell me what you need me to do. Yes. I'm like, honestly, sometimes, sometimes you can, you can do it yourself, but you're just like, I just, I cannot split my body Can't. in half to yes. do that over there. In addition to doing this over here. So sometimes mm -hmm. you're just like, I need my assistant. I just need you to go over and just get people seated. It yes. was so hot. So one of the challenges, of course, of having your ceremony outside in the gorgeous weather mm -hmm. without any sort of protection is that people don't want to sit down because it's hot as balls out and no yes. one wants to sit down. So you <laughs> almost need someone to be like, is you're going to like tap in the microphone and be like, bang, bang. Like, is this like everybody you need to sit down and just we're going to get this party started, but we cannot have the bride walk down until y'all butts and seats, butts yes. and seats. And sometimes works, you yeah. need to very just kindly go around, right? Go around and be like, mm -hmm. yes, it's now is the time. Now is the time. So, um, <laughs> yeah, she's very good at doing that. But, uh, yes. yeah. You oh, no, Erin was um, okay. allotting candles. Um, she's also my cousin. She's she? one of yeah. our main assistants. I really, you know, side note is that we need to get them actual name tags because they, they're with us all the time, right? And they will oh, be yes. for future because they work on weekdays and then they get weekend cash. Mm -hmm. It's a perfect deal for them. But Erin was uh, oh, yeah. doing all the candles. She'd, like, she'd done these before, so she knew it. And I almost had to pull her as a third server, but our service team was just so great that it wasn't needed. Awesome. And she's like, no, bro, okay. I can't I can't clear dishes, but I know candles. <laughs> she's like, and she was like, always in threes. Always in threes. Kelly's like some in threes. Like she knew our Kelly's threes. aesthetic. I'm even. Yes, yes, I'm even. Threes, fives, sevens, nines. And why? Because your eye gravitates to triangles. Yes. And she mainly set up the ceremony with like most of her. I just like fluffed it a little bit. And then Dina did the main good, like so display. Good. But I was like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> like I didn't have to yes. count the candles and look. It was, it looked great. So it was pretty funny. I mean, I, I gave you a pretty detailed layout of where yes. like everything was going to go. So Which I was, was like, great. it was color coded based on shape and sizes yes. of the pillars and everything. So I was like, Go, let go and let God. That's all you can do. <laughs> 100%. But, <laughs> but our topic today is the flow of the day and mm -hmm. why it's important because we'd like – I think we need to clarify the difference between a timeline and a flow of the day because, yes, they are the same, but they are very yeah. different. Um, I think, Kelly, mm -hmm. you explain it a bit better. The difference is, is the flow of events is just to make sure that, you know, so you have an idea of what we're doing for the day. The flow of events consider is like, well, you know how when you um, might have your, your uh, calligrapher create like a timeline for your mm -hmm. guests so they can see what's going on. So they'll be like very, it's a very high level sort of like three o'clock ceremony, three mm -hmm. thirty cocktails, five o'clock is dinner, nine o'clock is dancing. Like they don't need to know the details of when chef is plating plates to put mm -hmm. it at, like for servers to like, you don't need that shit. Flow events just is a very high level idea of like what is going on mm -hmm. and that so that everyone is just kind of knows what's up. Your timeline 
is a way more detailed, like focused document that we use to help make sure that we are filling in all of the gaps during your planning process and making sure people have, you know, transportation, making sure, you know, vendors are arriving on time or making sure that they're not all bunching up together. Cause maybe there's only one entrance, which is mm-hmm. totally happens it's all the happened. time with, yeah. with some of the venues we work at. There's one elevator. Cool. So you're starting at 10, you're starting at 11, you're starting yes. at 12. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get your shit in and out real fast. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. So okay. your time, you're yeah. right. So your timeline is something we as vendors will still, um, give out to all of our, all the other participating vendors, but it's a really detailed, like, I need you here at this time. You are doing hair and makeup. You're starting here. You're doing X amount of hair, X amount of makeup. Um, your florist is showing up at X time. I need you to be start starting on your, maybe the ceremony first and then the reception or vice versa. And so it's really just making sure that everybody knows exactly what they need to do so that they can get their job done in a timely mm-hmm. manner. And then that way, um, as we will go into more detail, uh, that everything runs smoothly or as smooth as it can be. So totally. But let's start with why is it important to stay on time? Because flow of the day is more of a guideline and that mm-hmm. it's a feeling, but there is reasons why we do need to stay on time for certain things. So the main one mm-hmm. is food. You cannot yes. change the food time. It's because the chefs are usually plating something hot or it's being put out in the sun, like on a platter and it has maybe an hour window to be eaten. You just, that is the main, people remember bad food. So you need Mm -hmm. to make sure that you get people to where they need to be to eating on time. (laughs) Yes. I will never forget when I was working, when I was working at the Butler and I can't remember, it was one of the chefs that told me this. And he said, we need to know when dinner is starting because depending on how if you're doing offsite catering where they bring the food to you, so maybe you're in a tent in the backyard somewhere, mm-hmm. chefs have to prepare all that food beforehand. You cannot reverse cook a steak. <laughs> like once you start cooking yeah, that shit, yes. it's it's gonna get cooked. Like you can't yes. undo it. You can't stop it because it's because mm-hmm. the other thing too is that depending on where you are, where you are getting married, if you're way out in like the stick somewhere you are and the chefs are cooking all their food in the at the kitchen in the shop then maybe the drive time is where that's where the 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 proteins or the meat is actually kind Mm -hmm. of proofing a little bit so it's just like finishing off so that when you arrive on site on time and you cut that food it's amazing but if you are um if you are running really 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 behind you're you're perfectly well or medium you know whatever filet is now going to be some charred ass disgusting well thing because you're mm-hmm. like an hour behind food no. is so important yes so important <laughs> yeah, people don't care if you're rude or not if they're getting a properly cooked piece of fish or chicken yes. or something that's put it in front of them that is delicious they yeah. they don't care if they if you hustled them down they're not going to be it's, sitting there eating they're like can you believe that planners just made us sit down like and eating this delicious food like yeah in 10 more minutes it would have been trash <laughs> Right. You're going to have, yeah, exactly. Do you want good food or do you want bad food? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Food is, yes, I think is like almost number one, the biggest thing, especially since food is our background too. We just understand Mm -hmm. how important Mm -hmm. it is because some food does have a shelf life. Some food is very delicate for a certain window and it's edible. And then after a certain window, I mean, you can eat it. Mm -hmm. You can. Yes. yes. You won't be happy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now, if you have you know, kind of a situation where you can't really control the start time, we suggest cold foods that can sit out. Like yes. a bowl of nuts, a great option. Maybe not in COVID, but in any other time, a bowl of nice mixed nuts somewhere is easy. Salsa <laughs> and dips. Like, yes. Go just ham. <laughs> easy. Just, you know, something that if like 
people were coming to your house for an open house, what would you have hanging out there? That's what you would mm-hmm. want out there. But if you have a meat and cheese board, you don't want it sitting out from three to four as guests are Gross. making their way over. You want it to be out the minute they walk into that venue, right? Gross. Who yeah. here likes sweaty cheese? Right. Blech. Yeah. We've all been Blech. to that Mexican buffet where we have that European <laughs> section of cheeses and meats like, at 8 a.m. Like, what the f- no, oh, ew, no, thank gosh. you. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right so food now. is important. Now there is some ways that you can get around that. Is um, uh, there's like venues in Vancouver that you can sometimes work with the either the chef or the person that's running the floor, and you can say, hey, look, things are running behind. Let's say an hour prior to dinner service. So say dinner is supposed to be served at six. At five o'clock, you know. Things aren't going well in the timeline. And that's fine. It happens. So you say, Mm -hmm. hey, is there any way to push the food by 15 minutes or 30 minutes? And then they go and check with chef and they come back and they say yes or they say no. So at least you've given them time to adjust. But you can't, you know, dinner's at six and you come up at 5.55. Like, we're not ready for dinner. Well, that's not going to (laughs) work. Well, and this is partly why having a wedding planner on site. Um, part of reason, part of the reason why you would hire a professional to be on site is because that is our job. We are actually connecting with the kitchen or catering or whoever. We are making sure that things are in a timely manner on both sides. Because if they're ahead of schedule or if they're behind schedule, because maybe they're having issues plating food, and you're like, "Oh crap, no worries. Okay, well, I guess we'll let's start a let's do a, a speech. speech. Let's yeah. let's fill in some time here. You know, so it kind of goes both ways a little bit. But food is definitely one of those things that you cannot reverse. So once you activate food <laughs> you can't <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean you can't you can't stop it so yeah. having having that sort of relationship with your with your kitchen or your catering it's it's really really important and sometimes when you have like that really um coordinated friend or you know my friends are really good you know really really good at organized. planning and bless their hearts are super organized and yeah. you know maybe they're doing a really maybe they're really good at they're doing an okay job but they might not necessarily know to check in with the kitchen or the kitchen might not know who they are they're like, yes. I'm looking for the girl in a pink dress. Oh, yes. all the bridesmaids are in pink. Cool. Uh, who looks like they're the most in charge? <laughs> <laughs> Who's a really organized a friend bit. here? Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 right? So anyways, yeah, yeah. food. Food number one, stay food. on time. <laughs> yes. The other reason is, well, another reason is staffing. So if so your much. day is pushed by two hours, you are paying for it on the back end because – Yes. You're still having the flow of the event. You still are paying that server two hours to be standing there at the front, right? It's like, right? I, I'm literally shaking. Nobody can see me. I'm literally shaking my head. You could probably hear my chair banging right now. But honestly, yes, people just don't. I don't think people understand. Sometimes if they have an unlimited budget, they're like, yes, sure. Hands in the air. No problem. Blah, 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 blah. But if you are behind and your photographer maybe is only working with like a specific, like you've only hired them for six hours and you're like an hour and a half behind right now. And they're like, I, they in good conscience can't leave because they are, um, they still have to capture a few different pieces. They're going to be like, okay, well we have to stay to do our job, but I'm Mm -hmm. not staying here for free for two and a half more hours. Yeah. People's like time. that's and and you yeah. can't expect them mm-hmm. to do that either. They might give you like a 10 15 minute buffer of like don't worry it's okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like and you're staffing as well. If you end up having an absolute rip roaring good time, but you're like 3 hours late on the back end, yeah. you have servers that are working until like the late hour and depending on what company they work with, if they worked over 8 hours, then you're paying double time. So it's not yeah. even like their hourly wage, you're paying yeah. their double time hourly wage. So things to consider like, you know, if you yes. can afford it, cool. The average person can't. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, if you're just uh, a, 
like a wedding we did a long, long, long time ago is that mm-hmm. the ceremony is bound for about an hour and a half, which because they forgot the rings and they went back and they got it, big kerfuffle. Mm-hmm. But that made the staff that was already there stay for another hour and a half. And that there was maybe 10 mm-hmm. people. That's a lot of There's staffing lot hours of just to be standing around doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, things happen, but like the, the end of the night wasn't cut short. It was pushed longer. <laughs> so yes, it was. Like, it what was. do you do? Right. Yeah, so it was absolutely. pushed till real late in the evening, but it was, so then they got this huge bill for staffing. It's like, well, we can't do anything about it. You guys ran incredibly late. We still had yes. to serve you dinner. We still had to serve you drinks. We still had to do everything. Yeah. This was, in our, this was in our catering days too. Absolutely. And there were issues with the wedding planner as well was not very present on site either. So there wasn't anybody that we could necessarily relay our issues to being like, Hey guys, like we're waiting on the food. We've got, you know, like food's ready to go. And the longer we wait, the colder it's going to get. Cause that's the other thing too, is that, you know, I had, I did a wedding a few years ago and same situation where it was actually not even the bride and the groom. Like they were on time. It was a really small group of people. It was like, it was the, one of the, bridesmaids ended up like rolling in an hour and a half late with her and the rest of her family. And I was like, uh, okay, we've been waiting for you, but we're such a small group that the fact that you're not here makes a huge mm-hmm. dent. So food was cold by the time we ate and everyone is upset. I was like, it is not, it's nobody's fault necessarily that mm-hmm. food was cold because catering had it ready to go. It wasn't their fault. And yeah. the banquet captain was like, uh, uh, what do we do? I'm like, I'm, uh, there's only, there's only so many of us. And the fact that we're missing a bunch of people, yeah. there's like two and a half tables empty. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to start the party and all of a sudden they're going to show up. So I was like, what do we do? Do we wait five more minutes? Five more minutes? Ooh, right. Okay. Yeah, you know, so tough. it was, mm-hmm. it's super tricky. And I was a professional at the time. So mm-hmm. yeah, going back to the whole hours at the end of the day and, and the food again, coming back to food. So important. Mm-hmm. Yes. So important. Actually, I'm going to add on to that because hair and makeup have to finish on time. If hair and makeup don't finish on time, that is a massive dent into the day. It just trickles into the whole day. You need – you say like, okay, they're going to be done at 1030. Their limo is coming at 1130. That gives you an hour of buffer time for everybody to find their shoes, their accessories, their dresses, whatever they got to bring because if they're a minute late with makeup, it's – You're screwed. It just, I don't know. It, I almost think it it, messes like, up it's the times d- three. It's almost like we're 10 minutes late. We're actually half an hour late. Oh. It's, it just, it's it, a ripple. It totally, <laughs> yeah, it totally snowballs. And I actually think too, it, it, it really sets, it sets the tone for the rest of the day because we have had instances where hair and makeup has run a little bit longer because there's just been issues with some of the um some of the bridesmaids maybe getting their hair done or, or mm-hmm. it wasn't turning out right or whatever was going on. Um, and then they're late finishing, which sets the bride late, which means she's all flustered and frustrated. And then she starts forgetting things like, you know, forgetting her purse or her bouquet or her whatever, her shoes Mm -hmm. or like veil, anything she could be missing. Mm -hmm. And then she's all frustrated before she gets married and it becomes this like whole long thing. So as a vendor, it's really important for us to make sure that we are, what Mm -hmm. does Alex say? I'm always on time, but on my time, on time, (laughs) which is always two hours ahead of when I'm supposed to be there. So true. Uh, and then another big reason that uh, it's really important to stay on time is there are periods where your guests are waiting. Mm-hmm. So we're talking before the ceremony and before the dinner because what is the atmosphere like? Are they in a perfectly beautiful air-conditioned room with water being mm-hmm. served in a bathroom right next to them? No. 
Okay. There is never that situation. They're usually no, outside. They're inside. It's hot. It's cold. There's no water available. Where's the coffee? Where's the tea? It's not really out at ceremony because the minute they get there, they mingle for about 20 minutes and they sit down and they watch the ceremony. That's usually mm-hmm. how it goes. But you know, the bathroom could be a little bit further than the ceremony space because they're really only there for an hour of their day. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. So you need to really be on time for ceremony. Now, ceremonies don't always run on time and that is fine, but you can't push it for more than 15 minutes, maybe well, 20, oh, or man. at and least I- bringing in a few things, right? If things are not going well, you need to consider the guest experience. Okay. Let's start getting people waters. Mm-hmm. Maybe let's move them to the shade. It's mm-hmm. cold. Let's crank the heat or let's give them blankets or something, right? right. You really yes. have to focus on either be on time or consider the guest experience. And Oh my gosh. Adjust. I have, yes. I have yeah. like two stories that I'm, I'm, trying to like like figure out which one I want to say first. <laughs> the first one is more about experience from a couple weddings that I've done. And one of them was, uh, well, many times whenever we do church weddings, for example, um, the especially um, with the Catholic churches that we've been into, the priest is always like, you guys need to make sure you are on time because people mm-hmm. are waiting for you. It's rude if you're late. And I think people forget that. Oh, it's my day. It's my day. I'm like, e, yes, but also no, it's not just your day. So it's about being courteous because like many officiants, whether they're marriage commissioners from the BC government website, whether it's a private company, whether you go to a church or a synagogue or a temple or wherever you guys are getting married, the chances are you are not the only wedding that they are doing in that day. So when you are an hour and a half late rolling in, like, you know, it's a friggin' TV show, like whatever, my time is my time. You are actually not only impacting the vendors who were trying to make sure you guys get married on time, but now you're bumping the wedding that's happening before. Because here's the thing, the guests, if you are getting married and you are an hour late to get to your ceremony and you're say, maybe you're at a church, whatever the, whatever denomination, and you're so late that all of a sudden the guests for the next wedding start showing up, your super magical exit of you with <laughs> swans and shit flying out and like rice freaking everywhere. It's not going to happen because you're going to have a limo with the next bride yeah. who like, would you want to see another bride on your wedding day? Probably no. not. No. Do you think she wants to see you? Probably no. not. <laughs> and her guests are like, who are these people? Like you're just all of a sudden you're going to get kicked out. Like nobody cares. I paid nobody for my cares. time here too. get mm-hmm. the heck out of here. So mm-hmm. being courteous, partly why being on time is so important is just being courteous to the people that are around you as well. And mm-hmm. you totally nailed it on the head too. No wedding ever officially starts like on no. time because no. no. <laughs> there's always like the slight delay and the music is queuing up mm-hmm. and you've got emotions, you've got all that sort of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, yeah, so the other wedding uh, example that I was going to say, why it is really, really important to do the best that you can is we did a wedding in December um, and it was outside and it was in the middle of COVID and um, uh, the bride may or may not have been a little bit late and uh, <laughs> talking about my wedding. <laughs> I know you're talking about your wedding. <laughs> uh, so yes, so a little a little story about what happened for our ceremony. <laughs> we were really, really, we were very, very restricted because of where we could actually host mm-hmm. the ceremony. So we decided to do it in a park in front of my parents' house. So mm-hmm. then that way everybody could space out and all that sort of stuff. So the challenge was is that everything sort of started on time and then it kind of mm-hmm. slowly got a little bit just kind of away from us. Some people were a little <laughs> bit late. I know I think Riel was a little bit late too. And then I was yeah. like getting ready and doing all of our photos and all that sort of stuff. And then 
And then I got really nervous and I was like, I'm just going to walk. And my uncle's like, get the fuck in that truck right now. <laughs> He's like, I don't know why you think you're going to walk to your wedding in a dress. You're such a weirdo. Anyways, so I was like, okay, fine. So I get there. And then, and then by the time we got started, we were like 45 minutes, 40 minutes late, I think for starting the ceremony, yeah. which mm-hmm. was not cool, especially since I am a planner. But by the time we wrangled everybody there, but again, it was really challenging because there was no, like, it's not a church in any way. It was just a, yeah. an open clearing. And it was because also- we- pouring rain it, it was, was pouring yeah. rain and I told everyone I was like please stay in your cars until two o'clock because that's when mm-hmm. we're going to do the ceremony because I don't want you waiting outside yeah. but of course everyone wanted to get out and they wanted to you know kind of visit a little bit and so yeah. I had some of the guests that were there that were um that got cold and they were like I don't want to wait for family photos I was like, <laughs> no, it'll be fine and I was like I'm really sorry I'm really sorry so it's really really important to be considerate of your guests just yeah. just kind of reiterating what you said earlier I because- think it, your wedding was specifically very untraditional and out of the box like we oh, really hadn't like- done we hadn't really done a COVID wedding, a proper one. In April, we started getting our stride with a bit, but we wow. hadn't really considered the the Zoom guest wasn't a thing because you added yeah. the Zoom on super last minute. So if you were late, it wouldn't really matter because all the ten people there, you could fit in two cars. So it's, right, no, exactly. The Zoom they, was just really the only ones affected by this. Yeah, it was. It was. Issue. Yes, it was definitely a little bit tricky. But yes, and of course, working with the weather as well, and mm-hmm. just all that sort of stuff. So it was a little. Um, it was. And also we were like, we're just going to throw stuff in a bag and we're going to, we're going to kind of wing it how it's going to look because we don't really know what's going to happen. And you did an amazing job. I'm so grateful. (laughs) Oh my (laughs) god! Oh my goodness. Right. So like, even as, even, even as planners, we're both freaking do this for a living. And we were just like, we're going to, we're going to wing it and we're going to see what happens. So let's move into why following the timeline isn't always recommended. And I say to the exact T. Okay. So let me explain. So as your planners, we live by the timeline because we built it. Mm -hmm. We know every little detail on there. And chances Mm -hmm. are during the day, I don't really, I don't look at the timeline exactly and check every piece off. I've written it. So I just remember. And if I look at a word, I'm like, oh yeah, we got to be doing this. And usually about when the ceremony is done, I'll flip through it and make sure all the boxes are checked and then maybe look at what's to come. But I know it's going to come. I know that timeline inside and out. Right. (laughs) But I'm not going to label things that are going to happen at the same at the exact time. A great one is that Kelly in her early career days at the Butler yeah. saw a timeline that when the chick was when the bride was going to go into <laughs> the shower. The bride. What if she's got a poop? What if she What? <laughs> like it was so it was almost detailed to the point that you couldn't be human. And that mm-hmm. is where we try to be as detailed as we can with the timeline without taking away your humanity. Mm-hmm. For things like your emotions because you can't schedule emotion. You cannot schedule emotion. And you think you're doing really, really well. And then all of a sudden, something will happen and it sets you off. And you're like, why am I crying? She just left. I need her to come back here and touch up my makeup. Because now all of a sudden, you know, the photographer <laughs> asked me a question and it suddenly sets you off and you just start crying yes. and you don't know why you're crying. So it's an emotional day. Um, you also can't schedule bathroom breaks. You no. can't schedule when you're hungry and you can't schedule a breakdown. No. <laughs> they just, just, they, okay. Just shower happen. at 7.02, break down at 7.10, <laughs> quick bathroom break at 7.12, redo makeup at 10. <laughs> that is not the real thing. That doesn't happen. It's not how it works. It's so not how it works. Because literally, and it happens. And this happened on Saturday with my bride. The the limo uh, brought them right up to the ceremony. And all of a sudden, I was like, okay, everybody, I'm going to need you all to get out. I'm going to leave the bride in here just so she's a little more air conditioned and we'll get everybody else ready to go, blah, blah, blah. I got to pee. You don't have to pee. It's called nerves. No, I think I have to pee. Well, unless you want to do it in a tree, you're going to have to wait. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. It's okay. It's okay. 
I did the same thing. I was like, I think I have to pee. I don't actually. It's just your nerves. Every bride, every bride does it. That's why I'll ask you twice. Do you really, do you really have to go? Really if you do, we'll make sure. yeah. if you do, we'll make it happen. But like if it's just you being a little nervous, yes. okay. Yeah. Hunger is the one that makes me laugh all the time because I just yeah. remember the wedding that you did with yeah. our with our bride, yeah. Erica, and you're like feeding her beef jerky as she's walking down the aisle. No, she you just can't. like loves it. She's like, Trina, I'm so hungry. I just I didn't eat today and I didn't listen to you. Do you have anything? I'm like, Oh, I have beef jerky in my kit. And she's like, That'll do. And then I brought it to her and as I left, she was like, She's like, Oh my god, I love my platter. Oh <laughs> yeah. My bride did the same thing too. We're like, make sure you eat, make sure even if it's a nibble, even if it's like mm-hmm. If you don't think you can eat anything, have a smoothie. Have mm-hmm. a pro- go to Body Energy Club or Booster Juice or wherever mm-hmm. and have like a protein smoothie. So at least you have something in your in your yeah. system. You have some cashews. I like a cashew. Yes. It's like, good. It's dairy free. It's vegan. Right. It's not going to mess you up. It's a pretty good hummus good and snap. source. Yeah, yeah. Hummus and snap hummus. peas. That's our go to. We oh have that on site. We have that on site because it's just happened. easy to like nibble and walk around. Like yeah. just have a little. You know, make sure, sure that yes. was Sarah too. She. She, yes, I was recurling her hair, and she was like, "I didn't listen, and I'm hungry." <laughs> so she was like, just eating snappies and hummus while I was curling her hair in the bathroom. <laughs> told you, I told you. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, she absolutely. had beer, and she was good. So that and was she was funny. Fine after that. <laughs> yes, um, and, and then and another. Or yeah, oh, you go ahead. I was just gonna say, like the breakdowns too. I mean, like, again, that's something that you just you're so overwhelmed on the day with just things and people and you know everyone's excited to see you and maybe you're seeing you haven't seen people in a really really long time or Mm -hmm. like I said like I had a really random like mini meltdown when when my photographer asked me if I wanted to do my first look with my dad upstairs or downstairs and I was like I actually I don't even I can't even process this question you need to decide for me and whatever you decide I'll be happy with so like I just I couldn't even articulate what I needed you know I had another bride who did the same thing she looked at me with her tears in her eyes and I was like okay I'll decide for you because she couldn't talk she was just so like at the brink and I was like that's okay it's all good it just do you need five do you need five minutes Mm -hmm. yeah you just can't you can't put in that that in the timeline just doesn't exist like you just accept it yeah (laughs) exactly and that's when you're like photographer we need you over here there's some tears come 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 yeah or you find a mom or a a best friend or you remove them from everybody and you just the two of you just stay in one spot quietly (laughs) yeah sometimes you actually need to totally extricate them from this the the moment and be like you just need like alone time for a second because sometimes Mm -hmm. especially with the guys I find because they Mm -hmm. don't always like to show emotion so sometimes Mm -hmm. I'll be like where did they go oh okay okay five more minutes yes they're hiding (laughs) they'll be back they'll be back (laughs) yeah Yeah. my my groom showed some serious emotion actually at the um at the ceremony on Saturday and he was Mm -hmm. lovable like just like every time you talk to him you're you're howling you're laughing so yeah. much so just to see that kind of emotion you're just like oh shit there we yes. go yeah yeah and of course I'm in the back behind the photographer is just like oh crying like just, okay pull it together Kelly <laughs> you got a run a wedding here oh, Jesus. okay and then our third point is we as your planners don't want to add stress to the day exactly. you know that's yeah. our you know Kelly and I always tell that to the client when we're talking to them about potentially booking us is that we're not there to add stress. We're there to take it away. Mm-hmm. We're there to remove it. We're there to assess it. We're not here to put more into the fire, mm-hmm. right? We're here to, because if there's someone there being like, have you gone to the bathroom? Mm-hmm. Or, okay, now we have to get in the limo. Like, I, I fucking get, know. I get it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> but I can't find my fucking shoes. <laughs> so give me a minute. Just I need two seconds. I need two seconds. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like the gent 
Yeah, it's more about like the gentle, like, okay, guys, so we're a little bit behind. And mm-hmm. um, so mm-hmm. we have two options, blah, 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 or blah, blah, blah. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. make some choices. Yep. You can make you some need, choices. You decide. And if you can't, I'll do it yeah, for you. Yeah, don't get to join cocktail hour, but yep. you can find your shoes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do you remember we had that one couple? What's that, more important to you? <laughs> you remember the one couple that we had and uh, um, they wanted to go upstairs because they were getting married in, uh, they were having a reception in a hotel. And mm-hmm. uh, I came up to ask him a quest- them a question and the bride was out of her wedding dress. And I was like, oh. Uh, what's uh, what's happening here? She's like, I just need to get out of it for a second. I was like, oh, yes. okay. Can we get you back in there? She's like, dinner's gonna start in like ten minutes. <laughs> we need to like redress her, and she's like, yeah, I just need to get out of it. I was like, okay, whatever, that's cool too. Yeah. So, you just can't schedule. Like, I didn't schedule for the wardrobe change in this capacity because mm-hmm. it wasn't even a change. It was just like, I think I just need to get out of it. I'm like, cool, sure, you do you. You can sort of schedule times mm-hmm. for these moments. So. Beginning of ceremony, beginning of reception. Pretty important that they have to start on time. Mm-hmm. However, cocktail hour is a fantastic way to give yourself some flexibility, yep. right? Yep. That is when you're mingling, you're having family photos, maybe you're doing other photos offsite, whatever that may be. Your guests are fed, mm-hmm. they have drinks, mm-hmm. they are enjoying each other's company, they don't really have anywhere to go. <laughs> so yes. it's a nice spot to be like, you need a minute, people are fine. Canapes are being passed. You know, there's maybe some lawn games. It's just that is an area that we use for flexibility. Also, mm-hmm. that kind of hour after dinner that, okay, everybody's been served dinner. Everybody's been eating. There's mm-hmm. wine. There's this kind of lull a bit before dancing. And that's kind of your window for other things too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which we can go into in a bit. But there are ways to schedule it sneakily. Yeah. <laughs> just which is a part of flow of the day. Mm-hmm. We understand that dinner needs to start at 6, but at 7 when plates are being cleared, maybe that's when we start speeches. Mm-hmm. Start at 7.15, that's fine yeah, too, okay. right? Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. yes. Sometimes the bride and groom are going around talking to people, right? They want to mm-hmm. chat with everybody, mm-hmm. and it's hard to get them back in their chairs. So like, I yes. chat for another 10 minutes, yeah, you're right? Fine. You're you fine. Know. Yeah. Right, go to the bathroom, whatever. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yes, of course. It's called a buffer. A buffer. We like a buffer. Buffer. (laughs) So here is our advice to you guys Mm -hmm. when – okay. So I don't suggest that you build your own wedding timeline without the professional because we have so many other events that we can pull from in our mindset to understand why we need certain things in place. We have the experience. Yeah. So take our advice with greatest salt. Well, I mean, yes, because I would mm-hmm. still heavily rely, heavily encourage you to get a professional to come in. But if mm. you are trying to have a bit of a better understanding of your day, then I would consider some of these items. And for any planners that are there that are maybe new or, you know, maybe you've been in the industry for a while, maybe you can kind of resonate with some of these these items that we're kind of about to sort of tap into. So. Yeah. So we can give you a bit of a summary of what we've already talked mm-hmm. about, but confirm start times that are absolutely necessary. That usually focuses on your food or your ceremony. So your ceremony starts at three. You got to be there for three. Mm-hmm. That means what time do you need your ass out the door to be at the ceremony for 2.30 because you won't get there till quarter to three. Work backwards. <laughs> yes. So in catering, what we used to do is, okay, we need, we need to be there for three o'clock. Mm-hmm. Say the venue is in Richmond and it's a 30 minute drive to Vancouver. We're going to put 45 minutes. So mm-hmm. 2.15, that van needs to leave or the limo needs to leave the sp- the vent, like the premise yes. to get on the road, right? Yes. <laughs> and so you, how long does it take to do hair and makeup? Three hours. Okay, we're at 2.15, 1.15, 12.15, 11.15. 11.15, hair and makeup mm-hmm. have to start. We say give it a bigger buffer. 
get them to start at 1030. Yes. <laughs> so that's kind of where we come up with the time, right? right? Often our couples will text us and be like, what time do I need to start hair and makeup? We're literally writing that in our phone on a piece of paper in our head to give them that time. It comes, doesn't come out of thin air. It no, comes it out does. of us well, or, the time. Exactly. Or sometimes just ask your, ask your vendor. So hair and makeup mm-hmm. was the one, the one we're talking about right now. Okay. Well, I've got three heads, three faces. I've got the bride's <laughs> face as well. So that's four people total. It's going to take, you know, 45 minutes for your hair, 45 minutes for your makeup, more or less. So it's about an hour and a half mm-hmm. per person. So, and you need to be out of there within a certain window. So if you have a certain window you need to be out of, then that may mean that the, the um, hair and makeup artist might need to bring in more artists to make sure you're done in time. If you're like, no, it's okay. We only need like two artists, but you can start a lot earlier. Mm-hmm. Then, then instead of starting at 1030, maybe they start at 830 in the morning. So, mm-hmm. but that just means that now you've got your hair and makeup done, but you're not having your ceremony until three o'clock. So if you're the first girl mm-hmm. gal to get your hair and makeup done and you're done at 930, but you're not, it's not showtime until three o'clock, then <laughs> these are all things that you kind of need to think about, right? So, and that's partly why you ask your planner to be like, what's going to make the most sense? And, mm-hmm. and ask your vendor, what's going to make the most sense? Like how much time do you actually have? And then that way you can clarify the timeline and say, okay, I know you are going to be here at this time. You need to be done at this time. That means you need to be shoes on, bra on, dress on, ass in the limo, out the door, <laughs> you know, <laughs> all these things. Yeah. So. And then uh, another one is um, create a window of time instead of exact time. So you have to start. So plate of dinner is a perfect example oh, yes. for this because there's three courses. Yes. There's a salad, an entree, and a dessert. We're not going to say, okay, salad, first course starts at 6. Let's have the plated dinner at like the meal at 630. Mm-hmm. That's not our job. That's not our discretion. We're right. not there to tell the chefs how to do their job. Right. So we say dinner starts at six and dinner service will be between six and 730. And then you go to catering. Does that work for you? Actually, we need it till eight. No problem. The window will be between six and eight. Exactly. <laughs> right? yes. Yes. Yeah. And we'll maybe throw a speech or two in. We don't write the speech exactly at 722. We're going to say first course is done. Speech one goes up. Mm-hmm. That's and that's for us to assess on the day how that's going to happen. Yeah. I, yeah. I had this exact thing happen on the weekend where we had a plated dinner and I was working with the uh, with the venue coordinator because they were also the catering as well and just making sure he's like, okay, are we able to – we're going to do – everyone get seated. Then we're going to do a first speech. Okay, great. And then as soon as they're finished their speech, then we're going to drop the first course. As soon as that last plate is down for the first course, then we're going to have that first person going up and doing – and then we just yeah. kind of layered the speeches in with the different courses. We are a little bit mm-hmm. behind and I said, okay, well, you know what? Instead of um, spacing them out the way we are, we're going to do a few more speeches within the, the main yeah. course, which always takes like slightly longer. And then that mm-hmm. allows you to have your speech the couple at, on the back end. So, mm-hmm. well, this is actually a completely different co- topic. And I think we actually have a podcast dedicated to this, but you cannot schedule speech time. There is no way no. a speaker is going to tell you their exact time. Nope. They'll say it'll be quick. It'll be 25 minutes. Nope. Oh, it's going to be a long one. It's th- 30 seconds. So you just don't know what people write or their nerves or we cut them off because they're saying naughty, naughty, naughty s- stories. Yes. Or it's like a beautiful heartfelt speech and you're just like, oh my God, it's 10 minutes, but this is the most this beautiful is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great opportunity for a window. And we say if the plate, so say if they, if someone's speaking after uh, the first course, the colds have gone down, mm-hmm. it's all being cleared out. Now the first person's speaking, they're going on a little longer. Oh no. Um, we say send the second course out be- and it do up. it respectively yes. because someone is speaking but people are okay receiving a piece of meat in front of them as they're listening to someone talk nicely about 
the couple. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Funny. As long as you kind of continue service a little bit, especially if you're behind. That was my challenge mm-hmm. is because everything was just a little bit behind because we were also shuttling people as well. Cocktail mm-hmm. hour ran a little bit behind. Everything was like, I would say maybe 20-ish minutes behind, which is like 10 to 20 minutes is kind of more or less a standard because mm-hmm. just shit happens always. And um and yeah, that's what it was. I told, I told, um, the, the catering, I was like, you know what, let's just slowly clear plates. Then we'll slowly drop the next round and we'll just, just be quiet as quiet as you can, but service still needs to go on. So, yes. Yeah. yeah. And then another kind of really big point is you want to check in with your creatives, mm-hmm. AKA your vendors. So mm-hmm. we, the planners are very logistical mind. We're here because we know the big picture. We know that these things need to happen in order for this to happen. Yeah. But the photographer, when they're in his own, and a perfect example is this weekend with um, a friend of ours, Shit <laughs> Kim of Ivory Ember. She was taking sunset photos because the light was absolutely perfect. It was gorgeous. It was running into yeah, it was running into speech time, but this was kind of the only opportunity. So I gave her enough time, and then I went to her and we're friends. And I said, "Okay, you got a couple more minutes." She's like, the "Light's perfect." I'm like, "I know." <laughs> so I'm giving you a couple more. <laughs> because I know, I know it's going to be five to ten more minutes, and that's okay. So because they're in the moment mm-hmm. they are trying to capture something artistic and an artist isn't going to look at their clock no, <laughs> they're not going to look not. at a watch they're not going to say oh okay well the light is good right now it'll be good in like 20 minutes it won't no it right? won't so- no and and going back to kind of the whole food thing sunset is the other one so sunset photos are the kinds of photos we always encourage our couples to get and it, it's literally what it sounds like you get your photos taken mm-hmm. at sunset because the light is super magical you've usually had mm-hmm. food you're slightly drunk uh, you're a little more relaxed <laughs> and the photos look amazing <laughs> Amazing all the time. So we always encourage and we always build it in. But you cannot reverse mm-hmm. the sunset. So when that yeah, is going down, can't. when the sun's going um, down real low, big guy, like yes, it's yeah. you, you really need to to make sure that you have that accounted for. So my wedding on Saturday, ex- again, so they were gonna be doing their uh the couple speech first, and then they were gonna do their first dance, and then they were gonna do their sunset photos, and then the, the photographer is gonna end. Well, because we were so behind, I was like, the sun is gonna set now. We need to do sunset mm-hmm. photos first, and then their final speech and first dance will happen last. And it actually worked yeah. out so beautifully. And that's just a little trick that we do sometimes where we kind of have to swap things around a little bit. And that's kind of the difference yes. between a super detailed timeline and a flow of events, is that yes, generally speaking, these three items are gonna happen, but if if we have to yeah. move them around a little bit to make it the best in that moment, then that's what we're mm-hmm. going to do. But you're still going to be able to do all of them. And so the mm-hmm. photos for their dance, when we actually came back, which was technically after their original schedule time, looked so good. I was, oh my yeah, gosh. Our, my photographer this weekend was um, actually our friend, Aaron Fraser. <laughs> Absolutely talented. And uh, yeah, she totally yeah. nailed it. But again, it was one of those things like, where are we in making sure that you have enough time to do your job? Because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, of course, as vendors, yep. we've all been hired to do a job. And mm-hmm. it helps if we all work together to make sure we can do our jobs. Right? So that's kind of how it works. Exactly. Yeah. That's, We're um, all friends. Pretty much the same. All friends on yeah. <laughs> So the final words from us is that we as your planners will run the timeline. I'm sure. A very organized friend can run it. I think the challenge is when you're wearing so many hats as a planner, as a person managing the timeline, Dave coordinator, whatever you want to call it, it's really tough to be a friend, Mm -hmm. a support team, a family member, and be that person Mm -hmm. that's running the day because there is emotion involved. You know a lot of people there. Like even – even if I know one of the couples on the wedding day, I do kind of get distracted, stuck, not stuck, but we get talking to them yes. because hey, we planned a wedding together yeah. or I knew you from some other time. And that takes time away from my job, which is 
normal. It's part of it. But it, for me, like it's just one couple. Imagine if you knew 80% of the guests, mm-hmm. like yes. how distracted are you? Yeah. Right. Of course. There's so many things. So you want to have someone that is not really a part of that family dynamic that's kind of handling it or someone that can remove themselves mm-hmm. and, you know, like, Okay, well, Kelly, your wedding is kind of a good example because I do know a lot of the people, but I am a professional, so I will have people with me to manage a lot of the things that I won't because I'll be talking to people. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, the, it's I, I know exactly what you're trying to say because, mm-hmm. you know, the really, really organized friend or whatever, it's hard as well because especially the big um, – when we were in catering, the one thing we always used to say is, is there somebody that can be our point of contact on the day mm-hmm. if you do not have a planner that is not mm-hmm. in your wedding party? Not your parents. Because your you parents. might as well, <laughs> as the bride or groom, be the point of contact. Because if you're going to mm-hmm. assign your maid of honor, well, guess what? Guess where she is? Literally standing right beside you. So she mm-hmm. cannot be yeah. on site um, welcoming vendors or being like, why are you late? Or you know, helping you find an extension cord or climbing under chairs or <laughs> loading things into <laughs> vans or 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 all the things that we do on site. <laughs> because yeah. they're all kitted up, they're all dressed up and they're they're there's only so much that they can do. They're not going to be mm-hmm. getting up and being going into the kitchen being like, hey chef, we're behind, blah, blah, blah. Like that's they want to be enjoying themselves just as much as everybody else. So while they may want to help you maybe in the planning process, it's you know, again, yet another reason to get a planner. Um, it can be a little bit tricky because they don't, they have never technically done a wedding before. So mm-hmm. they might not necessarily know what to expect or if something happens or, or if the timeline is off, oh shit, now what do I do? I don't know. I don't know. Right. Yes. So, and even if they are a professional or they are, they run a lot of events in their own private home or they do events for work, like that, mm-hmm. that's great. And, and we love that. But we don't want that person running the day itself because they have other things to do. They, well, they have, they want, they're a guest. They got to do their hair and makeup. Yes. They got to get people from A to B. They got to talk to people, mm-hmm. have a nice time, get in family photos mm-hmm. and not look all stressed out. Mm-hmm. I remember going to a wedding as a guest where I saw the bride's parents absolutely gasp because I saw her dad taking out the garbage because oh the gosh. venue was on his property. It's like, well, they can't enjoy this because they set this up three days ago. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it, took them this long. It's like, that's, we don't want that. We welcome parents and friends that want to be a part of it because wedding day is mm-hmm. amazing and fun. And it's a once in a lifetime kind of thing, but we don't want to take away the experience of being a guest at a wedding. Exactly. We want, we'll do that. We'll take away that experience we'll that of all. working and you can be a guest exactly. and you can have fun. Exactly. You can have drinks. <laughs> and we'll do it in a timely manner. So you're welcome. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then we we as your planners don't want to micromanage you. That's not our job. That's not, no, we don't want to be there. We'll help push things along. We'll help guide mm-hmm. things along. We understand that breakdowns, emotions, crying, mm-hmm. laughter, seeing family you haven't seen in a while, people that have come from far, near, that's part of the day. That's mm-hmm. totally fine. But it's up to us to be like, okay, we got five minutes for family photos. Mm-hmm. You can hang out here for a minute. Don't go anywhere. We'll right, <laughs> right? We'll be right Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, and sometimes there's situations where you can preface them in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Eric and Michael were a great example. We had to push them through because yes. it's just the nature of their day and the they nature had, of the venue. Well, and they had yeah. so much stuff chalked into mm-hmm. a very short window yeah. that they were aware that it was like, we're going to be yes. sitting here with a they little – They knew. She knew from the with start. With a little yeah. being like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yes. She was on board for it. Yes. She knew what the stakes were and we just kept – we're like, let's mm-hmm. go, let's go, let's yeah. go. And we got everything done on time. And she was a great candidate for it. I wouldn't recommend it to not, anybody, yes. but uh, not everybody. But I, uh, 
you know, because you don't really realize all the emotions that are happening. Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> time, right? Of course. Yeah. And when you're married, you want to embrace your new partner, but you also want to embrace family members, mm-hmm. friends, and and that's fine. And we'll give you a couple of minutes to do that, but then Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We got any more things. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. A trick is that I usually get the family in the spots that they need to be in for the photo. So then when the bride and groom turn or the couple turn and see that people are standing there, oh, oh I got to go. Okay. I got to go there. Yeah. Well, let's go. Your champagne's there. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think yes. if anything, we also really try our best to be efficient with our time as well. I mean, that's partly why there's two of us on site is that we can be, if there's something, multiple things that are happening at the same time in different locations, that's why you have qualified people that are able to be like, okay, I'm going to be here doing this. I need you over here doing that. And we'll complete these together and it'll be done behind the scenes and nobody will really know what's going on. But it's like, you know, even the, um, uh, you know, making sure that, um, people have their drinks in hand for speeches or suddenly showing up and helping the bride, you know, and groom take off their shoes. Cause you're going to do the shoe game where they, you know, you ask right. them the questions about the couple and it's the bride's shoe or the groom's shoe or anything <laughs> like that, where you're just like, you're just, you're there. You're able to make that happen or like, okay, we're you're right. Or we're like, okay, we're a little bit behind. So we're gonna have to do that afterwards or, um, or helping you figure out, you know, okay, well, I've only hired the photographer for six hours and I need to make sure that I'm capturing everything I, I need some? to capture, but it's going to like, the timeline's just a little bit weird and I just don't know how to fit it in. Ask your wedding planner and be like, how do I fit in? I've got a cake cutting. I've got my first dance. Mm-hmm. I've got a parent dance. We have a game we'd like to, you know, include in there as well. Um, we've got the ceremony of, like, we've got all this stuff. What do I do? What do I do? Well, your planner is going to help you create a, t- a timeline that's going to make the most sense for you guys. And you might not, and it might not seem traditional or it makes sense to you, but yeah. in the moment it's going to be so effortless that you'll be like, Oh yeah. And now we're going here. All right. Okay, cool. Now we're going here. I don't want to say elegant, but it's, it's water flowing. It's very, very, <laughs> so you know what I mean? I'm sorry. It's cancer season. Hello, July. <laughs> this is where I'm at. <laughs> Our bride this weekend, uh, she walked into the ceremony, saw it. It was beautiful, mm-hmm. but then we had to flip it immediately. Yes. We couldn't, we had no time. We had to flip it over. And she was like, I did, I saw it. And then I did it. And I was, I'm, I'm sure I'll see it in pictures. <laughs> I think you will. You'll see it in pictures. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that was the same with us. We had about three quarters of our decor from the ceremony was meant for the reception as well, which is something, um, little, some little tip for uh, you guys out there. Um, try and reuse mm-hmm. your stuff as much as you can, especially if you're renting it because yeah. you get the most bang for your buck. Um, but that meant that we had to, uh, we ended up having to rent a van so that we could load up 20 chairs so that we could move it from the cer- reception up at the top of the hill to the ceremony at the bottom by the beach, set it all up. And then as soon as the ceremony was done, I was like, everyone get out of here. <laughs> I need to load this van ASAP. And so we started like just tearing it apart and, and the, uh, and Aaron and, and her second shooter were doing family photos. And so it worked out really well, but it was like, everyone move over here. So we're behind the scenes. Ha, huh? we're over here and ripping this thing down as fast as we can loading and <laughs> heading back up there. So yeah, it worked out quite well, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of behind the scenes that people just don't, they don't know. Yeah, there's a reason we're tired on Sundays. I'll tell you. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, that was a flow of the day. Um, we hope you learned a few things. We're sorry. We're sorry, not sorry that we hammered in the idea of getting a planner, mm-hmm. but we highly encourage it. But if not, take some of these pieces into your day when you're planning the timeline. Exactly. All right. So helpful. So, and yes, but until next week, we'll have another episode for you guys. Until then, take care. Bye.